on today's episode of Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. Expecting her to be someone that she's not. And every time you expect that and you're hurt, you're let down, you're disappointed again. She's like, but she's showing you who she is. She's showing up as who she is. But in your mind, you created this how she should be because she's a mother. But unfortunately, she's she's just not that. She's your mother, but she's not as you want her to be. And mm. we expect her to show up a certain way and she's not able to. I'm hurt. I'm disappointed. This episode is sure to deliver stimulating conversations and aha moments that may give you a fresh perspective. If any moment made your soul vibrate, please leave us a review and let us know if we're on the right track. Also, we release episodes every Tuesday, so be sure to subscribe and visit BlackGirlsGettingTheirShiftTogether.com to access exclusive offers and coaching packages. The coaching packages include clarity calls, VIP one-on-one exclusive coaching, and my absolute favorite, the Tribe Vibes. A Tribe Vibe is a twist on Ladies' Night, focusing on self-care for Black women with a holistic approach. Welcome to Black Girls Getting Their Shift Together. I'm your host, Ursula, a transformation life coach and mental health and wellness advocate. This is a safe space for amazing Black women to share open, honest dialogue about mental health and wellness, self-care, self-love, and basically how to get our shift together. Let's tune in to this week's episode. Again, like reading the slides you sent, I'm like, this has been me for 30 years. And I had no idea. No Mm -hmm. idea. But it makes sense. It does. And again, this is, I feel that this is important for people to do the self work. Mm. Um, I feel that because waking up, you can start putting language or to your actions you have um, another transparent moment. So when I was a child, there would be explosiveness in the household. And then I, I remember, cause I couldn't drive at the time, <clears throat> excuse me. And I remember I would be in the car with my mom and we would get dinner. But I realized that we would get dinner to go, but there was more food being purchased and consumed. Mm. Fast forward a couple years ago or a year and a half ago when I had my aha moment, I realized when I, and you know what? I'm going to tell you when I realized it a couple, a couple years ago, a year and a half. I had an emotional eating coach on my show and she was talking, she, this sister went deep. She was Mm -hmm. peeling the layers back during that podcast. And you can see me, I'm having all these aha moments because I realized plus in my group therapy that I go to when I'm extremely stressed, Mm -hmm. eat, eat, Mm -hmm. eat, eat. 
and the consumption of it. And I didn't realize. And I did not realize it that when I would leave a therapy appointment, I would go to the grocery store and I call myself getting some rabbit food. I'll leave out straight up with some cookies, ice cream. But you see the what? Emotion, the emotional, yeah. The emotional eating. You know, we pick up things the from, mechanism. yeah. It's no different than how I used to watch my mom put her lipstick on and then smack her lips together. I just naturally did that until mm -hmm. I learned no, because whatever. <laughs> but it can be something as simple as that or... The bigger things. Well, you, bigger you mimic things. what you see often because like, you're in that environment. And that, that goes back to the whole why I wanted to get into mental health or in the counseling because I wanted to see why. Is it because of what I've seen growing up or is it because of something inside of me internally? And Ooh. to make sure both, I've seen a lot of it and I tried to not become it, but it was in me. So like I said, the, the, the relationships, very toxic, toxic relationships I dealt with. Mm. And, and it was like, well, unless he cusses me out, he doesn't love me. Yeah. Now I'm, no bad. I'm like, girl, what? Like, what? This is... But I, that's, that's what I seen. Mm -hmm. that's, that's what I seen. I'm going to read a couple of comments. Gail at night said, eating your feelings. Mm. Wow. That's exactly what that was. And sometimes is. <laughs> and she also said it really is. Um, we as a people need to get out of the mindset that therapy is only for, she said, YT <laughs> folks, so we can begin yes. to properly kill. Yes, ma'am. Yes, Gail. Yes. Yes, ma'am. That's why I'm, I'm telling you, I am huge about it because we don't do it enough and we continue as i always say suffer in silence and continue to pass down the same traits to our children and it keeps going over generational curse it just keeps going and going and going until we deal with it that's that family heirloom that mask you said they passed down mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. here mm -hmm. the mask mm -hmm. right here um i learned in therapy about parts work look gail is laughing <laughs> I get what? it. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. Oh my God. I love it. But um, how my parts, there's parts of us. Mm -hmm. um, Sarita taught us that they start presenting itself, that they line up like an army to protect us. Mm -hmm. And they hold these masks. And I was like, oh, this just makes so much sense and I feel that when we choose not to wear the mask is that feeling of vulnerability it's very uncomfortable for us that's why um your mom I'm very proud of her she's a brave soul to do that to yeah. get on and do that so I'm gonna put up another slide let's see if this is the right one Ooh. You want to read some of these? Um, first of all, can you read the title? And then, um, so actually I'll read the title and then I'll let you pick any of the numbers here on what is relatable to you. So the title just is- one? <laughs> Wait, what? I said, just one? I got to pick just one? Because we're several. Oh, no, girl, we can go down the <laughs> list. So for the audio listeners, 
the slide says how mother wounds manifest. So I let you go ahead and whatever one you pick, can you read it out loud? The very first one is number two. You struggle to set healthy boundaries. <gasps> that yeah. is huge for me. Um, mm -hmm. Even to today, I'm not going to even lie. I'm be very transparent. Even till today, I still struggle with creating healthy boundaries. You know, I say it because it's, you know, it sounds so good to say, but to actually maintain those boundaries, it's not always easy, especially when it comes to my family, when it comes to my parents, you know, mm -hmm. um, even in, in friendships, I recognize toxic behavior, I recognize BS, but to put my foot down and stick to my guns has been a challenge for me because I, yeah. I hate the whole letting somebody else down. Or saying that no and seeing like, yeah, the people pleasing or they need me. You know, if I don't do who's going to do it, who else is going to do it? You know, I, I can save them. I can help them. My boundaries, be they disappear. They're, they're gone. <laughs> like, they're like, they're, they just don't exist no more. That's yeah. been a huge struggle for me. Yeah. Um, also, I encourage everyone listening. I'm going to put the slide up again and put your number in the chat as well. And if you feel like it. Why don't you give your experience as well? Let me pull that slide up again. You want to choose another one? Or Ooh, I can? Yeah. It's up to you. I mean, I can go when you if you want to share yours as well, but I can I can I can read all of these pretty much, to be honest. <laughs> and and I can give you stories behind every one of these because baby. Um, <laughs> yes, a lot. <laughs> um I mean, honestly, I, three, the, the shame. You feel uncomfortable to speak your truth because of the shame and fear lodged in your throat. <gasps> ooh, ooh. The shame. It, it took mm. years up until, like, I was going to church, ready. I'll tell you a story, a brief story. Going to church every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And the pastors talk about your testimony, your testimony. You know, give your story, share your story, your testimony. And I'm like, you know, I know what mine is. You know, I know where I came from, what I experienced and where I am today. And I kept saying, I was like, my testimony, my story is, is my purpose. God didn't have me go through all that crazy stuff, all that trauma for nothing. It's to help somebody else. But it was the embarrassment, the shame to say it out loud. Like, this is what I experienced. Because people that knew me for years had no idea what was going on in my household. My best oh, friend. I didn't share with her until my sophomore year in high school, in college. My other best friend probably didn't know until I came out with the book. Every single detail I got, what I experienced growing up and the trauma I experienced. I was, I was embarrassed. And talking to my parents, letting them know about the book coming out. They thought I was just going to write it out and just, you know, just get to my therapist and be done with it. It was going to be published. That's when the anger came out and they were upset with me. Well, I tell really? you, my mom didn't talk to me for almost a week. And I knew, unfortunately, my story, my childhood is attached to obviously to them. So me coming out with my story and my demons and my trauma is connected to them. But I was embarrassed. You know, I don't want to look at them oh. differently. I don't want nobody to shame them or, you know, or I don't want the sympathy, the looks or the, oh, Ashley. What? I didn't want that either. So mm. I was I was living in fear, literally, of telling my story and removing my mask. To that I'm not always happy. I'm not always smiling. Wow. I'm not always confident. I'm not like other bubbly person. No, I'm hurting. Ooh, I'm really suffering in silence right now. And I'm not telling nobody because 
I don't want the looks of like, oh, or I don't want the, your parents are, you know what I'm saying, living foul or disrespecting my parents. I didn't want that either. So I was trying to protect them, but still being embarrassed, still living in shame, still living in, you know, depression. It, it was a lot. And it was just like all on my shoulders. Oh my God. This is speaking to my soul. I felt the same exact way. And, oh, and I'm still struggling with that. Yeah. yeah. It's tough. It is tough, but it does feel good to get it out. It feels great talking to people like yourself, people in the chat who are sharing it. Cause you're right. We carry on those burdens and they're not even ours. Mm-hmm. And it, mm-hmm. it took me a while to realize that. Uh, I, I believe a lot of our parents, the way they raised us was out of their survival mode. So now we're in survival mode just by default. Right. Then probably compounded on any trauma we have, may have experienced. Then if we have children, then we pass on some of those toxic ass traits to our kids. And Exactly. Exactly. But it just the, keeps it going. It just oh, keeps the embarrassment, the, the fear. Yeah. What, what, what will they say about me? How will they judge me? How will they look at me? What are they going to mm. say about Ashley? You know, it wasn't it wasn't mine trauma, but you know, I, I mean, part of it. So, are you gonna look at me differently now? Are you gonna judge me? That was it was the fear. It was it was the embarrassment, and the shame. So I just held on to it. Mm. Oh, you are speaking to myself. Um, I'm gonna announce this now, and figure you're the perfect person. Um, I'm going to set up a Patreon where we can take these conversations beyond what we're doing now, because this is such a good flow right now. Um, Yeah. Well, we really peel a lot more of the layers back and I would love for you to come back on for that. For sure. You know? Yeah. Because you, you are really speaking to myself. All right. May I choose a number? Absolutely. Let's see. Well, um, Oh, all right. Number seven, you quickly become attached to others and fear they will leave you. And even when I don't like these, (laughs) but I didn't realize that that was Mm -hmm. to attribute it to this mother wound and the daddy wound. Yeah. Boy. And so I took a test, um, the attachment theory test, and I realized you haven't. No, girl, send that to me. Yeah, send that to me. Change your life. I have. You can find it anywhere online, but I really there's a short version and a long version. I cannot find the long version. I found it two years ago, and. I remember the podcast, but he doesn't have it on. I'm going to send it to you if I can find it. But I really want you to take the the longer version and is ask a series of questions on your relationships. It'll be relationship with mother, father, romantic relationship, friends. Mm. And so it there's a graph. And it'll show where you are placed on that graph based on how honestly you answered the question. So if you have a secure relationship, a secure detachment, you know, you're vulnerable with your your, um, partner. 
you know, you talk about issues. It's emotionally healthy and safe. Hmm. Then you have the avoidant. And this is where you'll have to look up the chart, but there's four of them. And the avoidant is probably men who we've dated. You know, they're in relationships, but you only gonna get so much. You're only going to get so much and it made sense. And then um, what is it? Uh, Fearful avoidant and there's something else. Anyways, I took the test. I was sitting in that room right over there. When I read my results, Hmm. I literally fell back on my bed and I yelled out loud. I said, no one. (laughs) I know my neighbor heard I yelled it out loud. It was such an aha moment. Wow. You know what? These relationships were never going to work. That's Mm -hmm. why they never work. And then me holding on, having that anxious attachment. Mm. Yes. My head. I said, oh my God. I'm taking this. I'm I'm taking that. I'm going to look for it today when we hang up. I'm I'm, I'm taking this. Oh, so it makes sense. It just, Make it make sense. And yeah. it did. <laughs> so that's why when I saw number seven about becoming attached to others, yes. and you do live in a fearful, high anxiety relationship. You're always mm-hmm. on edge and relationship's going to end. So then you go within and then you are not vulnerable because of every, you wear that mask. Mm-hmm. You're going to have an argument. You will have no argument. And then you'll have the relationship, but that's so unhealthy. So you date uh, differently now. girl now i'm working on this part now because (laughs) i have to find this even balance because now i see one thing like oh no no never mind Hell no! I just do. I'm not going through that. I'm not. Oh, oh, this is what you right? Yes, yes. There's no balance. There's no balance. Yes, working on guilty, guilty. Mm -hmm. You get it, girl. Trust me. Yes. And my mom was like, "You're never gonna be happy because you always find something in me. Move on." I was like. I just, I don't like him anymore. Like, he just did something different. I was just don't, I don't, he chewed too loud. I don't know, he walks funny. I don't know, pick one. Like, I'm just always finding something. I'd be like, yeah, no, I'm good. He blinked too loud. <laughs> no, I'm <laughs> It's always I... something. <laughs> yes, I get it. I get it. Oh, my God. All right. Let me, um, let's see. All right. Would you like to read this? You may, you don't really have to pick any, um, give a story or not it's up to you but if you can read some of the verbiage on this slide mother wound mother was critical reveals itself through a loud inner critic mm. oh mother was codependent reveals itself through weak boundaries mm. a really good one Mother was unavailable, inability to understand or express emotions. Oh my God. Yeah, that, ooh. That one I really know. hit. Yeah. Which one? The unavailable. And, and I'm even looking at just thinking back now, the unavailable and the passive aggressive. 
Lack of confidence. People would assume like, you know, when I wrote my first book, like, oh, you, you're, you're, you're confident. No. Because mm. the point where I was, and then I was shunned for being confident. To where it's like, oh, you think you're all that. Yeah. And it was like, so then I kind of like, just kind of like died in my down. I kind of didn't mind like, because I was like, I don't want to be the, the one I think she's too, you know, cocky or, or arrogant. So it was like, so then I just wasn't. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like it's crazy how like it connects though, right? Like yes, <sighs> wow. It, yeah. It's like uh, we become small, self imposed. Like we put ourselves in this jail, just mm. to not be seen, and then we lose our voice. And I'm working on that now as well. Yeah. Um. So. On Black girls getting their shift together, we're solution-based. Yes, yes. So, yes. And so I'm going to read some verbiage on the slides. And anyone listening, put your numbers. If anything sounds or feels relatable to you, I'll go ahead and read some of these slides. So how to begin healing from the mother wound. You can acknowledge and honor the inner child who was hurt or wishes your mother could love you, see you in a different way. And that goes back to what Ashley said earlier when she talked to her mom and how the interview was over. And she said she felt like that 12-year-old child who was her or learning about her mom. So I feel like you acknowledge that right there. Mm -hmm. Number two, to see her as she is and not who you wish she would be. Mm, that's big. That is huge. Um, I realized I had, um, let me take this slide off. I realized I had a fantasy bond with my mother and that Carol Brady Jenkins was real. Um, my mom is a beautiful soul. It's just things happen and, mm -hmm. you know, I, she wasn't able to acknowledge it and neither was I, which is why it was easy to keep her on a pedestal and then see her as a human being. And then I realized I always felt stuck because of how I wish it could have been, mm -hmm. not for mm -hmm. what it really was or is. That's the expectations. That's what my um, therapist said a little while ago. She said, you keep expecting her to be someone that she's not. And every time you expect that and you're hurt or let down, you're disappointed again. She's like, but well, she's showing you who she is. She's showing up as who she is. But in your mind, you created this how she should be because she's a mother. But unfortunately, she's she's just not that. She's your mother, but she's not as you want her to be. And mm. we expect her to show up a certain way, and she's not able to. I'm hurt. I'm disappointed. I'm doing like, you know, God, why me? Yeah. Expectations. Yeah. And you see how that translates into our romantic relationships. Mm -hmm. You know what? I see his potential. I'm going to stay in it for another 15 it. more years. That's it. Because that 12% he gives me, I'm going to ignore the rest. But I'm going to stay in this relationship because I know what it could be. Mm -hmm. The potential. The potential. Mm -hmm. Not the reality. Not, girl, not the reality. Because you're right. The actions they show, those are the receipts. Those mm -hmm. are the real receipts. Mm-hmm. Number three on how to begin healing from a mother wound, 
begin placing boundaries and holding them. Whew. That's huge for me. Yeah. Same. Uh, yeah. Number four, find community with women who uplift and inspire you. Just like the sister I'm talking to right now. Right back at you. Everyone in the chat. Um, number five, spend time engaging in things just for you to become more autonomous. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. That's self-care. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. And the self-care, um, you know, beyond the candles and the yes. bubble baths. Number mm -hmm. six, realize you do not need to share your, oh, you share your mother's opinions or opinion. Oh, that's it. Repeat. Yeah. Re realize you do not need to share your mother's opinions. Um, this is huge for me because I've heard people say, that's how I grew up. That's what big mama said. That's what my mother, that's what my aunties, mm -hmm, they mm -hmm. were in straight survival mode with their unhealed traumas. Exactly. Or we want to keep it real, real. Some of our kids will say, well, that's what you told us, mom. Pull that mirror out. Pull, pull the mirror out. Girl, right. <laughs> Oh, and then the last one is accepting your mother's limits mm. is not a betrayal. It's healing. Mm. That's a, yeah, that's a big gulp right there. That is, that really is. Also, I'm going to put in the description box about, um, with my, uh, her name is Sarita Yvonne and her and I did a two-part series on the mother wound and how to heal it. She's a therapist and we went deep on it. Mm -hmm. So I'm giving you all a lot of links, but they are resources for healing as well. So um, speaking of healing, let's uh, talk about your book, This Mask. Let's hear about it. Um, yes. Yeah, I want to hear about the what is it? Mask off. Don't let your past determine your presence. Yes, that was my first book of 2018. And basically it was, like I said, hearing in church all the time about, you know, testimony and your story. And I feel like it was my purpose. And I pulled together a journal because I'm big on journaling, like writing my thoughts out, getting it down on paper. Because it's easier for me to write it out than say it sometimes, majority of the time, to be honest. So it was, it was compiling journals together and putting it on paper and allowing my voice to be heard, allowing my experiences to be shared with people to get to know me without the mask anymore. I was tired of living. I wasn't even living, to be honest. I wasn't I was existing and I was Ooh. tired of just existing. You know, I, I wanted to be seen. I wanted to be heard. I wanted people to get to get me and understand me. So mm -hmm. it was putting together my journals and things that I wanted to talk about and touch on that I see my mentees dealing with. You know, mm -hmm. I mentee, um, I'm sorry, I mentor young girls in high school and mm -hmm. hearing their stories and sharing mine, looking at me like, not you, Miss Ashley. Yeah, me. And, you know, they feel like that, you know, because where they came from, where they came from, sorry, that they couldn't do anything better with their lives. And mm -hmm. I'm like, you know, your past does not determine your present nor your future. So it was, for me, it was healing uh, mm. in, in the utmost way. Like when I told you I bared a lot on that in that book and people were surprised to hear, hear some stories that I, that I shared. 
really it, it was oh yeah what some did the they say some of the topics um it was stop stop mom stop daddy because i witnessed a lot of physical abuse in my household as well um mm. it was uh why don't you love me mm. um dear god was another one um i talked about wanting to kill myself i you know attempt suicide writing notes, you know, just screaming for love and attention and affection and not getting right. it. And putting that on paper again was, I, I was fearful at first, but again, I knew, as I said to her, that it's bigger than just me. It's bigger yeah. than little Ashley. There are so many Ashes out there that are just dying inside that want to be heard, that are afraid to share what they're feeling and share Absolutely. their thoughts. And I felt like it was, you know, my duty and God put it on me to be able to open up, to share. And when I wrote it, it was kind of like, okay, whew. but now it was like my, my guy said, he was like, you know, it's not just writing it. Now you got to talk about it. I'm like, huh? So I got to uh, Okay. I can write it. You know, I'm writing it and bearing it all and the tears and all it's coming. But now it's like, you got to share and you got to speak about it. And that was the tough part because it was being able to voice it out loud without all the tears coming still, because I had to heal. So when I was so when I express it or, you know, I share about it. I'm not always crying like, oh, I just can't, you know, I want to be able to share, you know, because it was a, a tough time, but the healing needed to take place. And I was mm. in a better place now where I could write about it. And then I could eventually start talking about it. And wow. that itself was by the grace of God and therapy in that first book, I was on my journey of healing and it was helpful. Did you feel lighter? Oh, absolutely did. Like once I knew, like, okay, I finished it the last page and I submitted to the publisher and I got the book cover back and I'll just, you know, I'll share it. It was like, yes, oh. good. And it was more so like, that's hold it, it up, hold it up close to the camera, closer, closer, closer. Uh, okay, y'all can take a screenshot of this. And if you're listening on the audio, it's also in the show description notes. And I also put the link in the chat right now. It's a live link. So let's support our sisters and purchase the book so we can learn together. And it, it I just posted it, Ashley. Yes. Yeah. So that's whenever once once it was done and I had my, my book, you know, my book signing and my parents got up and spoke like that was just like, yeah, they did. Well, my, my, my dad got up and spoke because he, he likes to speak with her. My mom stood beside him, though. But she got up there and it was, you know, she did say she's like, I, I'm, I'm proud of you. And that was just like, oh, thank God. Oh. Yeah. I, I'm speechless. I just, um, I'm speechless because of the, what you put in the book and then to still have your parents support. Yeah. When I asked him to speak, whatever, because we had did it like somebody mm. knew me in my childhood, obviously my parents. Somebody right. met me when I was in high school and they met me in college and when I moved to Atlanta. So four different parts of four different Ashleys that I wanted to them to touch on. And my parents got mm. spoke first. And yeah, it was again, it was it was a proud moment. You know, like I know what, what I wrote. It wasn't to hurt nobody. It wasn't to hurt them. It was, you know, to share what I, what I experienced, you know, and unfortunately our stories are tied because they are my parents, you know, so my trauma originated there. So for them, I had to explain to them, it wasn't about me trying to hurt you, you know, it was more so me using my voice, you know, I, I was hurting bad, you know what I mean? Like the point where I wanted to kill myself. So it was like, you know, I know I'm not alone 
And I know right. God didn't put this on me for a reason. You know, he gave me the ability to be able to write and express my feelings and my thoughts through writing, through pen and paper. So why would I, you know what I'm saying, let it go to waste? Exactly. I feel that our generation before, uh, I won't even say the older people, I, I, it could be anyone when we speak or an individual speaks their truth, it triggers the lies or the mask that the other person mm -hmm. wears. So being truth tellers can be triggering to several people it's it's triggering to us until yeah. we start to learn to use our voice and unblock it and and start to speak it and um i feel that especially in our community no a lot of communities but i'm speaking about our community because i'm a sister mm -hmm. holding secrets is another family heirloom that's been passed down and i feel that that's dangerous because if somebody Absolutely. is in a very unsafe household mm -hmm. you can think mm -hmm. of all i can't say the word a like sa i can't say it on youtube mm -hmm. but any kind of hurting abuse yeah mm -hmm. i can't say that word that you just said oh okay sorry <laughs> yeah but that's why i said sa or any any kind of a word that our silence keeps in keeps they're safe in our silence mm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you get it mm -hmm. trying to be careful with my words so i don't want oh, to get, get a it. strike on youtube but our truth is triggering to people oh absolutely is and i think when i think i know for my for my parents it was a lot because the people didn't know the story or the background in the in Georgia, Atlanta. They didn't, they didn't know what was going on down here. So, you know, back at home, you know, people knew, but it was like, you know, came down here, they were able to wear their mask as well. And then for that mask to be taken off by me, it was, it was like the fear of the unknown, like what's going to happen now. I know. Yeah. You know what I had to get used to that when you said that alone part, that sometimes you will be on an island alone. Because I, at one point, I used to feel a lot more comfortable and trying to prove my point, I mean, my entire life and try to make people see my point of view as opposed to being comfortable. Like, you know what? If they don't, then you just gonna have to be on this island by yourself. Mm -hmm. Not being a, a lone wolf, but be okay in standing in your truth. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I'm going to read a few more comments. Oh, y'all, they put so many comments in the chat. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm going <laughs> to read these real quick. Okay, um, Gail at night, a generational pattern. That's probably that toxic generational um, cycles. She said it ran in her family. Girl, until it ran right. into me. I know that's right, Gail. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. I love that. Um, Alicia Williams said, oh, Williamson, our parents are from a generation of secrets. Yes, yes. They really are. That, yes. Secrets. And you'd be admonished for being a truth teller. Yep. Gail said toxic mm -hmm. generational patterns. Um, Toya Key, yes, our parents didn't share what went on in their household. That's another toxic pattern. What goes on in this house stays Stay. in this house. 
keep a child's place, mm-hmm. do as I say, not as I do. That was a big one, yeah. Yeah. So you can be toxic and then you want me to be perfect. Right. Yeah. Alicia Williamson. Oh, we are. Girl, yes. I'm still finding out family secrets. Same here. 30 some years later. Same, yeah. Same here. Girl. Um, she struggles with that right now. Um, let's see. Um, Toya said mm. sticking to healthy boundaries, especially, especially with family. That's the toughest part. It is. It is. But practice makes practice. Practice makes practice. I like that. Okay, so people are dry. Oh, Keisha's in here. I didn't know Keisha was in here. I don't know what one of us said that was funny, but <laughs> we got a lot of laughing emojis. So that's why the dating stuff, the dating stuff from <laughs> oh, <know> really? <laughs> the dating stuff, girl. This, yes, it's, it's girl. <laughs> That we can definitely go to that and another one. Gail said these uh those secrets they they aren't pretty, but I couldn't keep things from my daughter. Mm. Kids be noticing how we act around certain people mm. and want to know why they can't spend the night here or there. Amen. That's true. That's real talk, Gail. Gail is preaching tonight. And she said, instead of saying, because girl, because I said so, explain to them, tell them the truth. That's, that is exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point right there. Yes. That part right there, Gail. That would save so much of the secrets and the hiding and the sneaking and then finding out years later who was who and who. uh, Yeah. Tell the truth. Tell Tell the the truth. Truth no, truth. truth no chaser. Truth no chaser. Truth no chaser, Gail. Truth no chaser. And that's yes, real. Absolutely. And think about it. And we say, because I because I said so, and then leave it there. We have no idea. Then we have this emotionally immature ch- my, child of a mind, mind, mm-hmm. of, mind of a child. We don't know what we're, what are we filling that blank in with? What? It can be the craziest thing. Or yeah. Something, or something happened more serious that we don't know. We don't tell them. We just walk around blindfolded. It's, it's the secrets, the secrets, the secrets. And it also made me realize that um, they probably didn't have the language either or their ego will get yeah. to not take it that next step further. Mm-hmm. And um, Gail is preaching. She said, we know how curious kids can be. They'll try to go and find out why on their own. Mm-hmm. You see I was, that I was a curious one. I was a curious one. I was a nosy one. Exactly. <sighs> Actually, this was amazing. It was. It was. This was a great topic. Yeah. It I definitely was. would love for you to come back on again. Um, can you... Um, two things... If you can share a parting word and then tell everyone where they can contact you, reach you, how can they listen to your podcast, like everything. Parting word, healing. Mm. Healing is ugly, but Mm -hmm. healing is necessary. Mm. We need to be able to find the language, find the resources, 
to start the healing process today. You want you don't want to wake up 20 years from now and say, I wish I would have. Mm-hmm. Healing is ugly. Trust me. I'm still going through the healing process. I don't think we ever fully get there, but yeah. you have to put in the necessary steps to do it because it's it's so needed. It is. Yes, healing. That's that's a big one for me. Um, and take the mask off. Show up as yourself. Show up, show up who you are. Flaws and all, the bad, the good, the ugly. Let people yeah. know you. And don't be don't be embarrassed or ashamed of that either. You are who you are for a reason. God makes no mistakes. Mm. And lastly, where you can find me, um, Ashley P. 40, I'm sorry, no, I'm sorry, wrong thing. Oops, give me my wrong one. AC Speaks 42 on Instagram, AC Speaks 42 on Instagram and Facebook. And then the podcast is the truthnochaser.com. Again, the truthnochaser.com. My email, if you want to reach out to me directly, is acspeaks42 at gmail.com. Ah, uh, okay. I will have to go back and um, put that in the show description as well because of that info I did not have your social media. So I will definitely put that in. Yes, absolutely. This was Thank good. <laughs> we did it. We did it. We did it. Oh my God. Everyone, thank you so much for your interaction tonight. Um, I hope you got something out of this. I know I did. Um, I love what Ashley said about the word healing and to face it. Um, I really believe it changes the trajectory in your life and you go from being a survivor or just existing to actually becoming a thriver and really seeing what life is about. Don't let your ego get in the way. Don't let your mask of perfectionism get you in the way thinking that you don't need to learn anymore. Like you are already at the top hierarchy. No. We're right. always learning. We're always learning. Girl, they are loving you. The comments are still coming <laughs> in. Oh, oh, my God. Wait, hold on. Let's, do you mind if I read these before I get no, off? No, I don't. Oh, my God. Toya. Oh, thanks, Toya Boo. That's my girl. She is such a sweet, sweet spirit. Hey, Toya. Toya, um, you can press that button in the right corner and subscribe. Okay. <laughs> Yes, everyone, please subscribe to the channel. Hit, I got such in the flow and forgot to tell everyone. I know. Subscribe, hit the subscribe button. Um, this is healing. It, it, share it to some another sister, girlfriend of yours. Gail at night said, great live stream, ladies. Thank you, Gail. Thank you. Siobhan That's said, great. <laughs> um, Siobhan, you can subscribe too. She said, great conversation and topic. Thank you, Siobhan. Oh, Tiffany's still on. She said, this was amazing. You guys did a great job. Ashley, I'm so proud of you. Yes. And Toya said, I will. I want to thank you, Ursula, before we get off. I want to thank you for, oh. for creating this space that we can literally just sit and have a great conversation and dialogue about things that, that matter and that are real. You know, you said you're solution-based, solution-driven with your podcast. Yes. And that's what we are as well, Just No Chaser. Is sitting down and talking, but also finding ways and solutions mm -hmm. to help the people because we all need help. So thank you for having me. And this was amazing and so organic. It just flowed so easily. Yeah, the, the notes were limited. You know, I just said, hey, let's just continue the conversation from truth, 
no chaser podcast listen from that table to virtual right here and we did it and we're gonna yes. keep doing it absolutely i'll be back <laughs> yes. everyone again hit the like button subscribe share please uh on the audio podcast follow me remember we are um now on amazon music podcast follow me there um the patreon is coming out soon it'll be membership based i'm looking forward to hearing from everyone if you want to be on black girls getting their shift together you can contact me dm me on um instagram um black girls getting their shift together i'm there and last word guess what ashley guess what what you are a black girl that has her shift together. Hey! <laughs> this for the queen, sisters manifesting their dreams. Get your cream by any means and being with self-esteem. Beauty supreme and booty walk so mean. The way you fit in them jeans, you eat your cornbread and greens. Dance or a doctor, red wine or vodka. Redesign your spot and redefine your mantra. Retwist your locks and realign your chakras. Doing your squats and getting close to God, huh? With your squad or taking a girl's trip Adjust your crown, you guys give to the world Sis, celestial body, drink your water Meditate, sun kiss goddess Heavenly water, levitate Tribe of Ashanti, black girl magic Melanin popping, whether you ratchet or lavish Whether you bougie or savage You a gift and a treasure You got to love a black girl getting a shift together Black girls are getting a shift together These black girls getting a shift together Man, these black girls are getting a shift together These black girls getting a shift together, dog Please.